The word maximize, make as large or great as possible or to make the best use of. Maybe you're feeling stuck, possibly needing a new direction or just need a little motivation to move the needle in your life to get you to the next level and to make the most of your relationships, business, success, and life itself. Well, that's you. Buckle up, strap in, and get ready. The Wolf and the Captain are about to maximize you. Okay, Maximize You is ready to go. Here we are. You have The Wolf and The Captain ready to rock your world and give you some excellent tips on how to maximize yourself, your life, and your business in the next 60 days. 90 days? Let's go for the whole year. Let's what do you do think? It. Next 365, dude. But I didn't put record over here, though. Plus one if it's a leap year. Okay, guys. So, what's going on and how can we help today? Well, I think today, the last week we looked at doing, uh, we looked at mental health last time. Just some ideas on, not mental health, but staying sharp mentally. Right. Um, make sure I phrase that the right way. Right, I think mental health gets a bad name, yeah, phraseology-wise. It's, it's a little murky there. Uh, it covers a lot of things that I'm just, I just know I'm not qualified to, uh, I'm, I feel a little nuts sometimes, but that's just not, not what we're talking right. about. We are not licensed psychiatrists, God, psychologists, no. or anything of the sort. My daughter studies psychology in college, and I swear it's so she can figure me out. But just when she thinks she's going to have the answers, I'm going to change the questions. No so doubt. There it is. Now, today, though, Wolf, we're going to focus more on uh, physical health and physical well-being. I like that. Yeah, and, and there are some things that... You know, we can we can do for ourselves, and, and let's just face it, we live in a society and in a time where, man, we're rushed. We're rushed. And I'm, I'm not exactly sure that, I think we've done it to ourselves. I don't know that we're any, necessarily any more busy, and I talk about my, you know, think of myself, you know, I've done 42 laps around the sun, and uh, I've got two kids, um, one who's in college and, and doing her thing, but another one that you know, he's at home and, and I, I shuttle to karate and school and, and, you know, take care of that. I don't know that I'm any more busy myself than my parents were, you know, when I was right. growing up. I think it's a perception, really. But with that being said, a lot of folks believe perception is reality, and that's their reality of their livelihoods. Mm-hmm. So we really need to think about how, do we, how, do we, how can we take better care of ourselves? Because we live in a fast food society where things are processed and things are instantaneous and things are quick and um, not very healthy. Fast food, interesting you bring that up. We're talking about health and fitness. Why would you bring up fast food? It's definitely not healthy, correct? Well, it's not, man. I mean, it's it's some of the, the <clears throat> least nutritionally dense food. It's processed. It's fabricated. I, I'm not even sure the cows that they use are real cows. I, mean, I, just, I just never know anymore. I've never seen them. But, I think um, there's a documentary about that. You could probably look. There's it up. probably a few of them out there. The conspiracy theorists like mm-hmm. that one. But uh, food, I think, is the one. Food. <laughs> food. It talks about all the fillers they stick in the at these fast food places. Sounds like murder, but yeah. it's not. There's a big cow for the the cover picture of the, the documentary. Oh, they do that at Chick Fil A too. Uh-huh. So when you're talking about health and fitness, Scott, what are like the, I don't know, three to five areas that you're really talking about when you're talking about that? Well, you know, there there are several, and as you said, three to five. One of the first ones I always say, and just talking about food, you know, I think uh, a lot of times, and I know for myself, and I know you might be able to relate, because working in the sales arena, and you're behind the wheel of your car working in outside sales, and 
you have you wake up and you have all these grand intentions that for lunch we're gonna or for breakfast we're gonna maybe have a bit of a smoothie you know maybe an English muffin and it's real simple and then we're gonna get out and maybe we're gonna go stop for a salad for lunch it's gonna be crispy and awesome and it's gonna be healthy and we're gonna have a have a, maybe a, perhaps a sparkling water to wash that down and for dinner we'll have a sensible lean protein with a couple of veggies and uh, and call it a night and the reality check on that is you, you went and did the two for four for sandwiches at the Burger King for breakfast, washed it down with a Coke, maybe a Diet Coke, thinking it would offset it. Then, then later on, you're going to hit up a burger, you know, and get yourself a double burger and a, you know, splatter of fries and wash it down with yet another Coke. And it's going to be big because you just can't help but supersize it. And for dinner, my, yeah, no, I don't feel like cooking. Man, I'll just grab a pizza because they're $7.99 carry out, three toppings. You can't pass that up. And before you know it, it, that becomes a daily thing where it, it just and you're living you're living a lifestyle again. <clears throat> when you're a parent and you're taking care of the kids, and you're trying to take care of a career, and you're taking care of the dog and everything else, and you're trying to pay bills and everything, cooking is probably just the last thing you want to think about. So it just becomes very easy to go out and live that fast food kind of life. And I and I'm speaking from experience. I'm like the fast food king, man. I mean, I've, I I that rattles off the tongue for me because that's what I. You know, I've lived and sadly do live still, and that's something that I'm continuously trying to work on. Yeah, I did notice the other day when you pulled your wallet out, there were about five fast food coupons. I'm telling you what, man, and they incentivize oh, yes. they incentivize you to come on back. Now, you might have to go do that survey, but what's five minutes, right, for a BOGO deal? Yeah, but that's what they do, though. They realize and they recognize through their own research, they're not stupid, that they're going to incentivize you to come back. Um, to, to you know, come back for more and make it easy to do it. Yeah, you know, Scott, with what you're saying there, it brings me back to the one word I always think about when it comes to health and fitness, that it took me years in my half a century on this planet to figure out, much like everything else in our lives, you really have to plan both your, your health and your fitness. And I'm talking about, you know, the physical part, you know, what are we, are we working out, are we walking, are we running, what yep. are we doing? Are we eating to energize or basically eating to live or just living to eat? Yeah. You know, are we sleeping enough? And again, on the exercise piece, are we, maybe you just, you don't like exercise, but just get out and walk. You know, walk around your neighborhood, walk around the block, around the apartment complex, at work, whatever it is. But it's all these things, you know, that's about four or five, and we talked about mental health last week because I think that's another piece of health and fitness. But I really believe those are kind of the four to five categories we have to really watch, but you have to plan them out, right? Yeah, I think so. If I've got to plan what foods I'm going to eat maybe for the week or how I'm going to go about trying to stay healthy, what foods am I going to use to keep my energy up throughout the day? Right. What um, exercises am I going to do or, or, you know, exactly how do I put that all together? And then again, how am I going to get enough sleep to rejuvenate and re-energize myself to do this again the next day? And I think all of those pieces and parts... It takes some diligence, true it, diligence it to really stay on top of that. <clears throat> and I, I think, really do. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think if you can plan your work, I think if you plan your finances, you can plan your giving, you can plan every other area of your life. I certainly do believe you can plan your health and to be proactive with your health. So mm-hmm. maybe let's talk about that a little bit and, and toss around some ideas for those areas and planning. And so let's, let's start with food. And, and again, I... I try to draw ideas from other folks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I agree. So, some of the healthier people that I know, and I'll, just, I'll use the word healthier. I don't think there's someone that's the healthiest. I haven't taken a poll. But 
the ones that appear to be the healthy, the healthier of those folks, they're doing things like prepping their food ahead of time. Now, there's a secret yep. to that that I haven't figured out because I can't stand microwave proteins, like like chicken especially or beef or pork or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly not going to eat it at room temperature. It's just not my thing. But with that being said, uh, you know, and then there are some folks who will, who will do the whole week and get themselves their little containers and do all five mm-hmm. days of their work week, and they're going to prep Sunday night. But I also know folks, came across a guy recently who lost a bunch of weight. Um, his name's, uh, I believe it's Josh Lejeune. He's from down in, in a, where the Thibodeau, the Thibodeau area here in Louisiana. Check Bay. Check Bay. Check Bay. And he went to a, a vegan diet, and, and I'm not saying you got to necessarily get into a vegan diet, but he switched his diet up, but he, he plans a lot of his meals out, I think he said. Mm-hmm. And I know some folks who... Um, and he runs too, so it's not just about diet. But I also have met a couple of folks that they'll prep meals for just two or three days at a time. Like on mm-hmm. Sunday, they'll prep for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Wednesday evening, they're going to prep for Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And that way it kind of keeps it a little more fresh. So they're using fresh veggies. And, and Wolf, you and I were talking about talking about fresh veggies um, uh, before we recorded. You know, you can go to the fresh produce stand and buy for just what you're going to make, uh, just what you're going to prepare for a week. That's right. At a time, keep it fresh. Any longer, it's going bad. <clears throat> Any longer, it's going to be it's going to go bad. And I've I've made that mistake too. You know, where I've gotten on a kick, and I said, "Yes, in the refrigerator, it's going to go," and it stayed, and it stayed longer, and it completely did not look like what it how yeah, no, looked I when it went in. I bought a whole case of kale. Oh, because I was juicing. Yes, I got through about half of it. Ended up throwing away the it other. It juiced half. itself. Mm-hmm. Yes, it that's did. not the kind you want either. <laughs> That'll give you a kick. Yeah, um, right. So I, I think a, a lot of that's going to be along the lines of prepping in advance, uh, having, a, having a slow cooker, whether that's a crock pot or there, there's a couple of other products that are on the market I, that folks seem to be getting into. And the, the name of one of them is it's just escaping me right now. But the whole idea is you, you set it and you go with about your day. And I'll tell you, I've I've done that for roasts. I've done that for pork roasts. I've done that for uh, probably ribs uh, too. Poultry ribs. I've done that for oh my yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. And you just set it to eight you know eight hours. I will tell you, there's some recipes if you if you if you're gonna do meat, they'll tell you you gotta add a little broth or something. Don't uh, don't do it because a lot of times those meats they'll sweat themselves and they'll marinate themselves and the, the the juices will collect at the bottom and keep it from right. burning, which is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. That's my own my own thoughts at least. I'm not the the Betty. Crocker of the, the world. Hey, but I've seen some awesome pictures on um, I did, man. Instagram. You, you go to Instagram, at the Scott Morgan, you'll see some of my creations there. Um, so anyway, so I think planning ahead for your food uh, and maybe prepping in advance is a good idea. Or at least, pre- you know, and you prep them just in whatever portions you're going you're gonna to use. Yeah, my daughter was a queen of that. At some point, I guess it was a couple years ago, she was doing meal preps and I uh, forget what it was, some particular plan of uh, diet and exercise and she was doing a phenomenal job. She lost a fair amount of weight. Now she's since put a lot back on and she's working on getting some more off. But, you know, it's the planning of it is really key, I think. Now, I will tell you this just from my experience. I've recently, like um, late last year into the beginning of this year, I started following kind of the keto diet. Hmm. And I wasn't 100% hardcore, I'll be honest. But I did use the intermittent fasting program Quite, quite frequent. Well, what are, what, tell me about those that keto and that intermittent fasting. Well, to keep it simple, yeah. yeah, to keep it simple for me, it was basically replace the carbohydrates with good fats. Okay. Simple as that. Sure. So your avocados, your coconut oils, your avocado oils, um, and you want to try and get rid of 
those foods that will create more inflammation in your body. It's going to be yes. your dairies and your some, a lot of your cheeses. Certain cheeses are okay. They're good uh, fats. I love cheese. So again, a lot of the stuff flavorful you like, you're going to get rid of. But I have found that you can replace it with good fats. And it's really, a lot of good fats will really keep you some flavor in there. A lot of eggs and bacons. And again, I didn't go hardcore and organic on everything. But I tell you what, I dropped right at 12 pounds over the course of about five, six months. I think I found them. Going through that, did you? Okay. Yeah, I'm on that seafood <laughs> diet. You see the food and you eat it. I do understand. Oh my gosh. So and I read the uh, just kind of basic <clears throat> keto skills and did that. Then I picked up the book, The Keto Zone. And that one gave me a few more ideas. And it's just really finding out what your carb limit is. Yeah, you know, because at They're, a certain limit, you can eat all the carbs you want up to a certain amount per day, and you're going to maintain your weight. Sure. But there's a point in which you'll drop weight, and then there's a point in which you're going to gain weight, and you need to find that window for you yeah. and really find out. Initially, I was dropping down to about 20 carbs or less a day, which was difficult. Yeah, it's talking about fast food, you know, a couple of strategies I used. When I did, when fast food was quick and easy, and it was really my best option at the time, Again, I tried to look for the low-fat, better, uh, healthier options, but many, many times I just get rid of the bun or the bread. Yeah, that's Whatever a big part it is. of it. I sure, eat burgers. Sometimes yep. I get like I know, couponing, two whoppers for you know buy one get one free. You're right. Throw the bread away on both of them. Yep. And chop it up and kind of make a salad out of it. That's right. Yeah. So there's different strategies you Good. can use. And again, not to say that's the best. You know, there's plenty of other junk in that meat that I probably didn't need, but it got me away from the carbs. Right. And it kind of kept me on track. And then the third piece of the puzzle that I felt was really, really helpful was the Quest Nutrition Bars. Oh, so good. Um, Quest, great company, reached a billion dollars in like five years. Crazy. From scratch, it was Crazy. pretty awesome. But their bars, and again, some of them are better than others. So flavor-wise, you may or may not be a fan, but man, I'm telling you, net carbs were like five to six per bar. And yeah. they really tidied you over for a good three to four hours if you had to squeeze right. one in and you needed something. They use um they use stevia I think for their their sweetener and then I think uh, a lot of the, any carbs that are just naturally in their ingredients the fiber offsets mm -hmm. that so you get to your net carbs. Correct. I think there are only like five or six ingredients I think I remember them saying uh, very few ingredients but right. stevia is one of them. And again mm -hmm. you're right you'll pay a little premium for those but. I think, and I've I've tried a few of them on the market. They really are some of the best. So I'm going to give you, you know, I'll give you the high five on that one. Well, that's they're really definitely good. some of the best from a carb intake standpoint. Definitely, if that's really what you're yeah. focusing on. And again, don't get me wrong. There's times when, depending on what your activities are during the day. Now, if you're a big CrossFit guy and you're an outdoorsman or something like that, then maybe the Cliff Bar is better your option because it's got much more carbs sure. and you need that for what you're doing. But again, play with it and figure it out for yourself. But again, as much as we can try to get back to the healthier foods, the more organics or closer to, as uh, my father-in-law recently had a few health issues, but his cardiologist told him, if it doesn't come out of the ground, don't eat it. If it's got a label on it or comes in a box, don't eat it. Now, that's kind of a wise, wise words there. And as you look yeah. at paleo, you look at you know your ketos, you look at a lot of sure. your grass feds and, and organic stuff, that's where that all comes from. So... As close as you can get back to nature, the better off you're probably going to oh, be. Oh, sure. And not yeah. to mention, I mean, God knows it's going to help us in so many things. We're going to have more energy. Yeah. Speaking about, you know, I think if we, if we took the mindset of how can I eat to energize my body, we've gotten into a society in which it's all about what tastes good. Yeah. And there are things that are good for us, and they taste good. But you just have to figure those things out for yourself. That's true. And, and, I, and that was actually in the back of my mind, too. It's... it's not eating, it's eating to live, 
not living to eat, and you made that comment a little bit mm-hmm. earlier. And I'm guilty of that too, because I'll, you know, I, and I think probably in living in South Louisiana, I mean, trying to lose weight, forget about it. You know, right. it's because there's so many there's so many good foods that are and wonderful cooks, and they live right. on every corner. Right. So, I've tried to do, especially probably the past five to seven years, more about moderation. You know, sure. even though I yeah. was above the weight I wanted to be, you know, I kind of maintained for a period of time, and then I dropped those twelve or so pounds, but. I'll still, you know, go and binge out on some chocolate, but you know, it's five or eight Hershey's Kisses or Mr. Good Bar or something like that, and that's it. I'm good for that day. And maybe I won't do that for three or four days. So you pick and choose your your points in time and then get back on the horse or back on the wagon the next day and you kind of bring it back to where it needs to be. Is moderation eating like a box of Girl Scout cookies because it's like only once a year? Is that moderation? Well, maybe only if you <laughs> normally would eat two boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Oh, then this maybe is so one true. would be moderation. Yeah. Okay, so so some different ideas on the diet. What about the exercise though? Because like you you mentioned that earlier. I don't. I'm I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I have a gym membership. Actually, it's more like a gym donation. Uh, they get my money every month. Um, and I did stop by one day to see the nice facilities. Um, I've been there. And done some that. upgrades on the equipment, yeah, and so, so what, what? What would you tell me about your own workout or or exercise? And it doesn't have to be a quote workout, but exercise mm-hmm. regimen. I hear, for instance, that there there are a lot of doctors, cardiologists, doctors. I don't have the actual study, but they'll tell you thirty minutes a day for mm-hmm. you know five days a week, for instance. Right. A lot of benefits, not only on your your physical health but also your psychological health and thing, mm-hmm. things along those lines but you know aside from what do do I really need to go out and get a gym membership I mean I can get it as low as 10 bucks but is that necessary well I personally believe and again um, I am not a doctor and I'm not giving medical advice by any stretch of the mean neither am I an exercise psychologist or anything but for me I've always tried to it, it's really I've tried to work it into my schedule and make it simple and easy for me Okay. And I think if most people out there, again, it's going to be based on what your need is and what is your current level of health. You know, if you are, you know, say moderately obese and you really have to drop some pounds, but you're not active at all, again, it's little baby small steps. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. In my case, I was fortunate to get, and of course I've asked for it, so Santa Claus was good to me. He got me a set of Bowflex dumbbells for Christmas. Sweet. I say he, it was probably my son Ryan, but, or maybe my wife. Or maybe a combination thereof. The same. But anyway, you can adjust them to pull five pounds or pull 50 pounds. And what I've started doing is anytime I walk by them, I stop and I'll do about five reps. Either some shoulder presses or bicep curls, something like that. Maybe even just a few squats. Five to ten. And then I put them back down and go about what I'm doing. So however you can work it in. Some cases you don't even need weights. You can drop and do body exercise. Drop and give me five push-ups. You know, if you can't do five, do two. Uh, one book I've read, been a while now, The Compound Effect. It talks about strictly that in a lot of different areas in your life, but specifically what one or two things can I do today that's going to get me there. If I can set myself up to lose even a pound a week, in 52 weeks I've lost 52 pounds, right? Sounds about right, yeah. Small steps gradually moves you in the right direction. And hey, if you want to get more aggressive, then fine. 
obviously consult with your doctor. You won't want anybody taking our advice and going out <laughs> running and <laughs> dropping dead of a heart attack. This is the fine stroke. print. Exactly. <laughs> Disclosures. Disclosures. Watch the two stars at the bottom. That's of the right. It's, a, it's an italics. Um, the other piece I'll tell you that, and again, I have gotten out of the habit of this, but our company that we work for, Humana, years ago started this 10,000 steps a day challenge. 10,000 steps is about five miles a day, and I kind of got into it. So I'd get up in the morning, I'd walk my neighborhood two or three miles, walk the day two or three more miles, and then if I needed a few more, I'd go walk a few more laps in the neighborhood, just with the goal of trying to get to those 10,000 steps. Yeah. And, you know, if you use the Fitbits and this stuff these days, you hit 5,000, they're like, yay, cheering you oh, on. I'll, I'll use I mean, you. my Apple Watch knows me by name now, because it, it calls <laughs> my name, Wolf. I'm just gonna Step it up a little bit. You're uh, gonna reach this goal. I'm just gonna call your watch. Cheers. Um, <laughs> well, and and, and you you, you kind of stole that uh, a little bit of my thunder on the the whole Fitbit because Humana, part, you know, its own program um, participates in a rewards program um, to incentivize its associates to live a healthier lifestyle. And I know I earned through last year, man, doing my first 5K. Which I'll tell you, it sucks. It ain't. It ain't the actual five <laughs> k. No, it was pretty. It was pretty sloppy when you get. By the time you get done with it, and the second year was actually not that much more graceful. I'll just tell you that right now. I finished in about the same amount. In fact, I finished four seconds with a gimpy foot because because of that four letter dirty word that I have called gout. Um, I had a kind of a gimpy foot, but I managed to push through that. And man, I was only four seconds slower this time around because I just I just put my head down and just went went for it, you know. So, um, but they reward you for that. So I did I did you know said I'll do these five k's. But I got my Fitbit. The Fitbit becomes incredibly addictive because it'll tell you because it's shooting for you to take two hundred fifty steps an hour. And it'll tell you. It's cool because when you first put it on in the morning, it'll say, "Hey," and I put the captain. That's my nickname. It'll say, "Hey, captain, looking good." <laughs> or let's get it, you know, or you know, some 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 kind of quasi motivational saying. Just to, and it's it's nice, but it becomes addictive because it starts um, it starts uh, um, buzzing if you don't get your two fifty. But you're right when you hit your goal, and it can be five thousand, but you can also set it to something else. Uh, but five thousand is the kind of the default. It's what we shoot for. Um, man, it, it just it just gives you like a little party there. And it's buzzing, and you see little fireworks going off, little Fourth of July on your wrist there, and <laughs> it becomes incredibly addictive. Where you go, mm-hmm. like I hit it earlier today, but there are days where I just go, "Where's my, where's my, where's my party?" Where's and my I see, there, huh? well, five hundred more steps. Well, I guess I'll just get on going, you know. That's and I'll, I'll, and I'm doing it. I'm doing it to get that to get that ridiculous little incentive of the fireworks mm-hmm. on on my Fitbit. Mm-hmm. But the Fitbit's going, ah, fooled you, sucker. You're moving around because 5,000, you mentioned 10,000 steps is about five miles, roughly. About 5,000 steps is roughly three miles, mm-hmm. okay, um, five, five kilometers. So it's, it's um, you know, it's just that little psychological thing. But I will also tell you in terms of joining a gym, and I asked that question rhetorically, kind of having my own answer. No, you don't, I don't think you need to join a gym. But I will say this, and even though I made light of the, the whole donation thing. Um, there are two things I think that go into that. Number one, I think you got to have a little skin in your own game somehow. I agree. I think I think most of the time you can you can pay for a gym membership. Now, of course, again, if it's so if it's so minor, ten twenty bucks, 
Now, for some folks, that's a lot of money. For some folks, it not maybe not so much. But ten or twenty bucks gets real comfortable, you know. But there are gyms that are a lot more expensive. Fifty bucks, sixty, seventy. There's a gym here in town, very well known. They charge you two hundred bones just as the membership fee, and then you got the monthly. Um, you, you, that one's going to hit you in the pocketbook a little more. You're going to go a lot more often. So there's some skin in that game. Number one, so you've got an additional incentive to make use of it. Number two, though, I think a, another piece of that though is uh, having some kind of accountability. Um, you know, having a having a, a friend or a gym partner, uh, someone that's going to meet you at the gym. Of course, there's some chains where you you, you have a certain level of membership. You can bring a guest, um, so it's almost like a free membership for your buddy. So, I think when you have someone there, that's the whole overarching thing. There is having an, an accountability partner, someone that's going to check in on you and say, "Hey, did you go to the gym? Did you go get your go get your sweat on? You know, did you do this?" So, um, I, I really do think. <clears throat> If you can get into a gym, that's great. I know my apartment complex has a little gym that actually has good equipment. Um, you don't see that everywhere. If you're out traveling, you know, see if they've got uh, equipment um, in the gym. Knock the dust off of it because probably most of the folks aren't using it. Um, uh, or if it's safe, just go for a walk. But in any way, shape, or form, find your motivation to just get active. Just get up and get going. 30 minutes a day. And that's not necessarily 30 minutes straight. Yeah, 30 minutes. I agree 100%. You know, many times, depending on where you work, if you work in an office building or whatever, hey, making a couple of rounds up and down the stairs, yep. two, or flight, two or three flights of stairs yep. sometimes. I know when I was doing the 10,000 steps a day, many times if I was out and about, uh, maybe at a conference or something of that nature, I would be like people waiting at the elevator. I'd be looking for the stairs. Let me just hit the stairs yep. and go around. Unless it was like the 18th floor, then I'd, going down was okay. Coming up, no way. Well, pass yeah. on that one, but again, it's the little things, and again, I think it comes back to we've talked in an earlier podcast about goals. Yep. You know, what is your real reason? What is the why? The reason behind why do you want to lose a few pounds? Is it because I want to look better in the mirror? Hey, that's okay. Sure, it's a little vain, but hey, it's okay if we want to look better for ourselves yeah. or for our spouse or for our significant other, whomever it might be. You know. But for me, it's gotten to the point where, because, you know, I kept those extra pounds for a number of years. Now I just want to feel better and I want to live longer. You know, I want to hit 100. And then we're going to decide what we're going to do from there. <laughs> you know, three digits, that's pretty awesome. A full century, man, I've made it halfway, so 50%, we're on our way. That's right. That's right. That feels good. So you got, you got the eating component. You got the, you got the exercise component. Mm -hmm. I think there's also a third component there, and that deals with sleep. Absolutely. you got to re-energize and reset yeah. the body. And we talked, I think we talked a little bit about that last time, but, you know, sleep, and this is, this seems pretty consistent. I haven't seen a whole lot of, quote, credible, credible, credible research that's gone outside of this. I think most, most doctors and researchers agree seven to eight hours of sleep mm -hmm. at night is what we as human beings need. It's how we're, how we were built and this is what we need. And there's a lot of things that go on with sleep. It's not just about resting uh, your your body, but also um, resting your mind. There's some some regenerative um, capability to that. Your body is repairing itself, you know, from the day the wear and tear of the day. Um, so that's seven to eight, and that's a challenge that I have because we talked about last time our productivity cycles, and I'm pinging by the time it's time to go to bed. But I've gotten better about it actually, and I do. I have I think improved my sleep by about thirty minutes um, a night. That's a good start. It, it is actually thirty minutes is significant, you know, for me. And I still don't want to get up because I'm still not a morning person. But 
Um, 30 minutes, though, is for me, is significant because at, at the, I average between five to six hours. So even just 30 minutes, mm-hmm. if it's on the higher end, I'm getting closer to that seven-hour threshold. Well, there's a lot of hard chargers and high performers out there that will say, hey, I can make it on six hours of sleep a night. And there's no doubt that you can. Sure. But I would put the test out there, get an extra hour to an hour and a half more of sleep every day. Yeah. Test that for a week to two weeks and see how much better you may perform. Yeah. Are your peak states even higher? Are you more efficient when you are in your peak states? Those kind of things. Because I agree that there's, and especially going back to exercising, if you're doing a good job of really exercising your body and trying to get more physically active, you need the time to rest to yeah. let your body recuperate and rebuild yeah. the muscles that you probably tore down or what have you. Right. Again, different levels in there. and. If you're working out even harder, maybe you need a little bit more sleep. So look at all those things. Again, consult some experts. We're by far no experts. We're just giving you what we've done and what we've experienced over time. But, yeah, I think it it takes a lot of planning, man. I mean, we have to – when it comes to our health and in our fitness, you know, I kind of look at it from top to bottom. You know, is my brain healthy? Is my mind healthy? Do I have the right mindset to be a positive, impactful person in the world in which I live? Yeah. And then I work down, you know, is my heart healthy? You know, am I feeding my body the right things for my organs to get what they need, for my muscles to have what they need? Mm. And am I in a fit, you know, decent, just basic, basically physically fit situation to where my body's going to maintain itself and continue to move forward? And how do I do that? Food is our energy. You know, the old saying, you are what you eat. You know, eat the right things. Your body's going to assimilate those and do the right things with them. I firmly believe that God created us in a way if we feed our bodies the right things it'll take care of the rest sure we can't go sure. overboard with the sugars we can't go overboard with the carbs we can't go overboard with proteins or many of the things that we say are good for us it's got to be a moderation yeah. it's a balance of everything you know and then resting you know so you're you're taking care of yourself you're doing the things you need to do but then you're recuperating you're giving yep. your body and your mind the time to regenerate and move back to where it needs to be to reset, if you will. So it's, it's all about knowing yourself and what makes you tick. And I think, again, we talked about mental stuff, and we'll come back to it again, is that many times we have to come back to what is our mental attitude about our physical fitness, mm-hmm. about our mental fitness. Where yeah, does this come from? It's very true. You know, the old very story, true. and I think of movies, you go back to trading places, you know, they switch <laughs> Eddie Murphy from the guy on the street, you know, begging right. for money with a pencil cup, to putting him in the boardroom, you know, on the yeah. stock exchange, yeah. he excelled in both areas. What a you great, know, he was yeah, a great, he was a great uh, guy on the street, right? Yes. You know, he probably made quite a bit of money and sold a lot of pencils, but he was also good in there because he changed his environment and you gave him the tools that he needed. And I think for us, mind, body, soul, spirit, if we give ourselves the right tools, feed ourselves the right things, we're gonna be what we need to be and right. move forward in our world, and and we'll make the impact that we want to make in the world that we live in. So good. You know, one more thing I can think Thank you, of. Scott. Appreciate but, you know, affirmation, buddy. Affirmation. <laughs> I'm here for you. You know, one of the uh, one of the other things I think of and, and start to starting to wrap it up, but I think one of the things that I think of when it comes to your nourishment and your food is also supplementation. Not mm-hmm. not everyone's gonna supplement, but I just happen to believe that a good supplement's important. I think a lot of our food supply, a lot of the nutrients and things have been depleted out of our out of our vegetables, our our food supply, and of course if you're if you eat um, you know if you eat meat you know, if you eat the cows and the chicken whatever you know the the nutrients that come from the ground are going into them that are going on to you in addition mm-hmm. to you also eating plant based 
and then of course dairy if that's a part of your diet whatever the case might be you're not we're not getting the nutrients i don't think is like we used to mm-hmm. um, i've agree. seen i've seen some studies about that you know scott you come up with a very good point there and i think oh. it's something again yeah i did say that scott you had a good point <laughs> Y'all write that down. Well, it is recorded, Scott. We're on a podcast right now. Yes, thank you. Is that, again, knowing our bodies, if you're going to use supplementation, really work with them to see what helps and affects you. Definitely. I think some things will have a bigger effect, and I'll use one example of my own. Years ago, I got got to working with a uh, network marketing company that sold a juice product. I'm going to tell you right now, and at some point here real shortly, I'm going to get back to drinking it, I felt better when I was drinking that juice better than I've ever felt in my life wow I woke up with more energy I went to bed much smoother you know I wasn't running around in bed at night you know chasing the I mean um couldn't get to sleep and kind of things (laughs) so but I felt better than I ever have and I don't know that I've been able to find anything supplement wise to kind of mimic that you know there's a lot of things you know enhance the brain function or muscle function or whatever but experiment with those to find what works for you because, you know, everybody, hey, you need a multivitamin. Hey, you need iron. Hey, you need this. Sure. You need to figure out what you need. You because need to, you're right. right. If you're not eating the right foods, right. you're even at more of a disadvantage when it comes to your the nutrients in your body. Right. So definitely figure that out for yourself. And, and it's also on top of that. In, in addition to vitamins and, and minerals, supplements, fish oils, you know, finding good quality products. And there are certainly several. Uh, you mentioned the network marketing companies. And I buy from one of them, too. You know, it's um, not the juice one, um, health, health, uh, natural products. But a lot of a lot of these companies will all say we're the most natural, we're the we're the best option for you, and, and it's blah blah blah. And it's like okay, so I think you got to find the one, just like you said, the one that works best for you ultimately. Absolutely. Uh, and there there's so many there are so many are out there, and more and more are joining joining it. But it's not just about vitamins and minerals and fish oils, and uh, I like to take turmeric myself also for uh, inflammation natural uh, type things but um, also things like fiber fiber supplements um, I think are important too if you're not getting you know, if, you, if you're not getting enough fiber if you're not eating enough uh, mm-hmm. vegetables and fruit and I'm not you know breads or whatever but um, you know we try to stay away from the breads that's the thing bread breads are the devil and so but all those other things um, if you're not getting the fiber taking a fiber supplement I think is I know I do too um, it's so important uh, for your cardiac health too in addition to yeah. your digestive health probiotics you know acidophilus I agree yeah so, probiotics are helpful too so you, you know the point there get with your doctor maybe check with your doctor first or a registered dietitian those are the folks that you would want to go speak with you know be careful about what you get plugged into you know you, you, there's some very well intending folks out there but with that said, you, you have to be careful about what you're putting into your body and that it works right for you. So check with your doctor. Check with a registered dietitian. Um, look them up online if you don't know any. Uh, put it on Facebook. Hey, do you know? And I'm sure yeah. someone will chime in. Research, 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 yeah. research. Find what works for you and give it a try. And give it a little time. Sometimes it might take 60 to 90 days to get a real Absolutely. answer on this yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah, you can't. Don't, yes. y'all, I'm going to tell you right and I because I've been there. I've had the things that say, here, drink this little pink thing, and, and you're going to lose weight like that. No, sorry, didn't happen, because um, I've got plenty to lose, and it didn't happen. Um, I've still got it. I found it, you know. Um, but, and I'm not just picking on one thing or the other. There is no such thing as an overnight sensation when it comes to your health. Rome was, was certainly not built a day, neither was that spare tire. So, you know, I, I, I tell folks, look, I've got the six-pack, it's insulated. It's okay. <laughs> so, it's all right. But do, but do the research, check your sources, but also, just like you said, Wolf, 
give it 60 to 90 days. Give it two to three months because your body adapts to it. Your body will, will respond to it. So you got to give yourself some time. So as we go to wrap this up, um, Richard, what are, what, what's our takeaway today? What do we really want folks impress upon folks to take away from this week's episode? Well, I would kind of slight combination between last week and this week. You know, we talked about, what, four to five areas. So your health and fitness, mental, physical, eating to energize, so what's your diet like? You know, sleeping to rejuvenate and reset your body, and then exercising, whatever that be, you know, working out, walking, whatever that is for you, yoga, tai chi, whatever. What of those five areas do you feel like will give your body and mind the most impact in the next week, two weeks, 60 days, 90 days, whatever that frame is for you? Pick that one thing in that one area. Yeah. You know, am I going to maybe just, let me scale back on the carbs. I think it was um, Wayne Dyer I listened to at some point. He literally stopped drinking Diet Coke and dropped 18 pounds over the course of like two months. One thing he did, and he dropped some weight. Mm. Now, will that work for you? Who knows? But maybe there's that one thing you can give up to make some impact. Maybe is it going to bed 30 minutes earlier, getting up 30 minutes later. Figure out what it is for you. What can you work into your lifestyle? But I firmly believe that picking one thing and working and then picking another thing and working on it and incorporating it into your life, the one thing that we only have one body and we only have one body to live in this life, so we got to take care of it and to get the most out of it. There's a lot of people out there that depend on us. I know I have. I know Scott does. I know many of us have a lot of folks that depend on us to do what we have to do, whether it's income-wise, support-wise, emotional, all these things. We have to take care of ourselves or else we can't take care of anybody or anything. Right. So really pick that one thing. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's just walking around the block twice and today. And we're walking. And then yes. the next day you walk three times. Next day you're four times around the block. Yeah. So figure out what works for you and go after it. Pick, pick. Again, maximize you and your life yep. and really set your mind to making a difference for yourself. And I'm gonna I'm gonna toss two two more logs on that fire. Um, also, write that goal down, just like we we've been saying. Absolutely, uh, there's, there's put them on the mirror, right? Put that's right. Put them on the mirror. Um, put them on an index card or write it directly on the mirror, like you said last time. Put it on your visor. Just don't check it while you're driving. But you know, put it somewhere. So write it down. There's power in the written word, and for for you to be able to see it on a daily basis. Uh, and not just seeing, I want to caution on the daily basis things. It's something I recognize about myself. Sometimes you write things down and it's there, but then it becomes part of the background. Yes. So you, I, I think there's, there's value in looking at it and then stating it, you know, and again, power in the written word, power in the spoken word. So it's almost like you're speaking that truth and, but you're programming, you're putting that in your brain and you're locking it in. So write it down, speak it. So there's kind of, that's one point, you know, Point one, point two on that whole thing. But the second log on that is also to share, maybe share that goal with a friend, an accountability partner, absolutely, someone who on it on the weekly. And look, once a day, look, they got a life too. It's whatever, you, whatever you feel great about. But at least on the weekly, on a weekly basis, checking in with them and to be honest, don't snow one another about it. Don't don't try to try to talk yourself out of it. Nothing. Got you know, Tom is too short. You know, let's just face it. You want to live your best life now because you have a mission in life. You're here for a purpose, whether that's your, your vocation, your career, your family, your, whatever, your side hustle, whatever that is, you're here for a purpose. So you're fueling your body. You're taking care of your body. Get serious about it. I'm telling myself that out loud because there are things, there are areas that as we're talking, I'm thinking about too. 
So I, I've got to I've got to get serious about some things too. Good got, stuff. Good very stuff. good stuff. Yeah. So man, this is this has been a, a good episode. We're looking at bringing in um, an interview. Yeah. Um, to to uh, talk a little bit more. So a quote unquote expert. Um, so we'll have that for you in the near term. But uh, hopefully you you got down a few ideas. Oh, you know, jot those ideas down. And again, if you have any suggestions or feedback or comments, please let us know. And uh, Richard, how can they how can they contact us uh, directly? Um, well, our Maximize U website, Maximize M A X I M I Z E U dot net, will be up and running this week. So we'll have that ready to roll. And, and we have an email address too, don't we? We do. It is connect at connect. Maximize U dot net. Fantastic. <clears throat> And I think there may even be one that says questions at MaximizeU.net. But check out our website and you'll see it there. You can also connect with us on Instagram. on at the Scott Morgan. And Richard's is, is at the Wolf Speaks. That's the wolf with an E at the end of it. So Correct. The, at the Wolf Speaks. So you can check with us on, on internet as well. It's mm-hmm. also my handle on Twitter, uh, the Scott Morgan. I think yours is the maybe the same on Twitter as the well. The Wolf Speaks, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the good stuff this week. We thank you all for tuning in tonight and uh, or today, uh, whatever point you're, you're you're checking this podcast out. Thank you. Uh, please make sure that you uh, like it and subscribe. And again, your comments are appreciated. Please give us a share too. So, for the captain and the wolf, we appreciate you. Have a great one. Take care. <laughs>